0: Welcome, everyone, to Shot of Culture, Queer Tales over Kava and Tequila Sips. I'm Pratiba, and I'm here with... Pilo G. What's going on, Pilo G?
1: Episode 5.
0: Episode 5. And we got a really good one in store for you all. Um, we're starting out a new segment here in Episode 5, a very new segment. It's going to be called Gay q Gay Q&A.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Are you ready for this gay Q&A? Let's do it. (laughs) All right. So we've come up with some questions that we um, commonly find in the queer community because that's going to be your shard of culture today. P.L.G., you want to start off with what our first question is? First
1: question of the day. What do you do when you don't like the person that your best friend is dating? And it's because, you know, we're we're assuming this person comes across as toxic. What do you do? When you start to pick up these signals, what do you do?
0: Ooh, this is a juicy question, <laughs> I have to say. I mean, I can go in so many different directions with this question. Um, from, you know, personal experience, I have been the person where I've told my best friend that I don't like their partner. And that straight has up. never... Straight up. Straight up. You know, because, like, you know me, like, I'm pretty blunt to the point and honest. Like,
1: you don't fluff it up and, nah. like, the lead up
0: to... <laughs> <laughs> your partner. I wish so, like I, that was something I learned later in life is to like fluff shit. But yeah, I didn't fluff shit early on, you know. Yeah. And so I did tell people that I didn't like their new partner and that never ended well. Like that never was. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants to hear that. It's a hard thing. Yeah. It, I, for me. And I think
1: it depends on personality. Like giving that feedback would make me uncomfortable, but I'm also teetering on like they need to know. Like yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and I can think of situations right where maybe it wasn't toxic, but like I had an inkling, or like I knew that the person was cheating, or somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. evidence pointed to you haven't seen it, best friend, yeah. But several sources, or we've seen their activity, or in conversation, so I have because I love my friend, yeah, and, and I and I would want someone to do that for me. Like Absolutely. maybe I don't need all the details, but.
0: But it's a hard situation because like I've been in this situation where I specifically actually saw, you know, we were out clubbing and stuff and I saw a person who my friend was dating cheating on her at the club. And like their excuse was they were drunk, <laughs> you know, and I was like, well, that's not a valid excuse. And I told my friend about it and it was like the partner totally manipulated the situation. Oh, well you know, Pratibha's trying to get involved. And like, and then I was like, fuck it. Then I don't, you know, like, it's just, it's too much drama after a certain point. Like, I don't really want to get involved. Yeah. But I did see it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's gaslighting around it, right? And that's just like, do I get involved? Like now I've, I've really second guessed whether I get involved or not. Like I would personally want somebody to tell me. Yeah. I know it would be hard to hear. Yeah. But I would personally want somebody to tell me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not working. And there's dishonesty. It's like, why are you going to keep wasting your time? Right. Life's too short. Right. So we would definitely tell. <laughs> That's what I've gathered here. <laughs> no, but even if I thought it was unhealthy, like let's say there wasn't any cheating. Yeah. But you have a friend who's like super outgoing, fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. is a great person of the group. Um, and then, you know, their partner joins and the party right like you're all out and and you can see that you know your friend holding back
0: that's harder though because like the walking on eggshells you know like in this case the cheating for me was easy because i was like i saw you i know what you did (laughs) i know what you did last summer you know like i saw it happen the walking on eggshells is harder for me because i'm like i want to genuinely like people and i want to give them the benefit of the doubt and i don't want to be messy or get into their relationship so like in those situations i'm like well, maybe they're having a bad day or... You know, yeah. like I do a lot of excuses myself, I guess. Like, I don't know if I would say something if it's not as yeah. like in my face. Right. What about
1: freeloading up? And yeah? some of our successful friends have yeah. had partners that really weren't, I wouldn't say pulling their weight, but like, you know, in relationships, it's like give and take and... Yeah. Um, I don't... I'm not saying it has to be like 50-50. If like
0: you go to dinner.
1: Right. They do it on a consistent
0: basis. So they're, yeah.
1: they're always... I mean, literally expecting you to pay for everything
0: less, you know, the friend or whoever is like filthy rich, which I don't I don't particularly have any friends that are like filthy rich. (laughs) I think we all like work and we make a living and like I've come, you know, from financial insecurity myself and upbringing. And so like finances and money and all those things are like big deals to me. Personally, mm-hmm. and so freeloading does bother me, like especially in our friend group. Like we're all very mutual; like we mutually take care of each other, right? It's Absolutely. like it's not it's not like fifty fifty, but it's like oh, I'll buy you dinner, you buy me dinner. Like it's always like this mutual reciprocity, yeah, amongst us. And if I saw that my friend was getting taken advantage of yeah. because they're just a genuinely nice person, they're like, well, I don't, I want to pay for this. Like and right. we all do that so many times, right? Yeah. and then it's not reciprocated by their new partner. I, I would have a hard time with it.
1: Yeah. Again, we would totally rat you out. Um, That's loyalty. And now we can record everything on our phone and, you know, travel those media channels really quickly.
0: Yes. (laughs) Next question. Okay, what's the next one?
1: How do you introduce your new partner to your family? This is like first time.
0: Oh, this this is also another hard one. Yeah. Well, I think it depends definitely on the family dynamics, right? Like I have been in a situation where I haven't fully come out and introduced a partner, but I called them a roommate. I've been in that situation. Yeah. Like, oh, this is my friend. This is my roomie. Or this is my (laughs) like, you know, I've been in that situation. And then after I came out, I've been in the situation of like, this is who I'm dating now. Like this is my partner. You know, it's a queer relationship. And both were extremely hard. Um, I think it was easier on me personally that I was already out. Yeah. And then coming to the table and saying, like, this is my partner. It was harder for my family, I think, than the other time. Because, like, those other times it's like, oh, well, that's just her friend.
1: <laughs> totally. <laughs> I think it's much harder. harder. Yeah. I think it's the same. We also come from, like, you know, a culture where... You know, it's, it's the judginess, right? Yeah. Religion. Yeah, for sure. Um, again, what are, what are, is the extended family going to think? Totally. Um, So yeah, you're right. Like sometimes I think in the beginning, like first coming out, it was like, oh, my friend is going to spend the night <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't allowed to do like slumber parties no, and sleepovers. overs. Like, it's their fault. I turned out this way. (laughs) Uh, But no, really. I just remember that, like, just making it easy. And I think it was more because I didn't want to make them, my parents feel uncomfortable that I would be like, oh, this is my friend. I know that they knew because, again, my coming out, my first coming out was as a small child. So, yeah. At least for my mom, it was very apparent. um, You know, my dad, maybe not as much. I finally got to a comfortable stage. And this is probably, you know, I'd say in the last... Yeah. You know, five to seven years. Mm -hmm. um, I had met somebody who was professional, like super educated, really successful. And I really was excited about the person. Yeah. And I remember talking on the phone with my mom and saying like, oh my God, like here I am gushing about this person. You know, would you want to meet them? Yeah. Because it's important to me. and. Um, Her reaction was, not right now. And so that was really difficult. Um, And maybe, I don't know, maybe my mom knew that, you know, I was maybe jumping the gun.
0: My parents never got it. Like, and uh, I don't know if it's because of, like, my identity. Like, I'm femme presenting. And I don't know if they were just, like, holding out hope. (laughs) <laughs> or something like that. I was just gonna find, you know, Prince a cis man, yeah, Charming. or something like that. Because they did like when I actually came out to them and was like, "No, I'm queer." Is because in our culture, like we do arranged marriages, yeah. And so I was like in my late twenties, and I still hadn't really said anything to them, mm. you know. And they were like, you live, "We found you with this like wonderful man," and blah, 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 <laughs> and I was like, in no, that no, tone. "No, no, no, yeah." <laughs> it's like that's not the issue. That's not the issue.
1: I'm queer. You yeah. Know? yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It would be nice if they were. We found you this really nice woman. <laughs> but what about when you got married? I mean, you acknowledging, like, yeah. Now you're not best friends. Now you're not no. roommates. No. Now you're beyond. Yeah. The this is my girlfriend's state. Like yes. Yes. Marriage. Yes.
0: Marriage. Um. Difficult. Very difficult. So I got married in 2012. Parents were at my wedding you know which was surprising to me. I invited them. I did not think they would show up and it was a destination wedding you know so I got married in New York and it required like travel basically to get out there Um, and they came which was surprising but they were not in a good mood at all and they did a lot of drinking and then. (laughs) (laughs) The drinking was to make it palatable kind yeah. of you know for them yeah. one of my friends was like now your wives you know at that time my partner identified as a wife um they don't anymore but at that time they did and we were so excited we're like yes this is my wife and you know my mom pulled me aside and was like i will never i will never call her your wife wow yeah and i was like wow you're gonna tell me that on my like wedding day like, why are you here? <laughs> right.
1: So you were, like, roommates that signed a paper.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, and it's been complicated since, because, like, we've had kids. And to extended family, extended family has let me know, you know, like, oh, I didn't know you were married. I didn't know you had kids. Like, your parents have never said anything about, like, you being married and having kids. And, like, we actually asked them, like, you know, how's Pratiba? How are they doing? And... Like, there's been crickets. There's been nothing. There's been really no acknowledgement to my extended family. Like, they're surprised. Question three.
1: Should you stay friends with your ex? Ooh.
0: I feel like we need a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> there's nuance to that question, right? Like, do we need a whole, like, new episode for that? Oh, Just high level.
1: What comes to mind? No. 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 And is that... Even if you terminated the relationship mutually in a respectable way?
0: I would say no initially. I say I would say you shouldn't stay friends with them initially. Maybe more, like a time period needs to pass. Like a year, two years. Like y'all need to move on with the rest of your life. Or like, you know, make different decisions without each other for a while. So that there isn't any resentment of like people moving on or any of that stuff. So... Friends is, is, you know, I take that word heavily. Like I have great friends. Yeah. And I think situations are different. Like if I've split with my spouse right now, like we have children, we have to co-parent, we have to do that whole thing. Right. Like, so I have to stay in communication with them. Friends. I don't know. Yeah. Are you, are you uh, friends with any of your exes? I'm not. No.
1: Wow. (laughs) That seems crazy in the lesbian world.
0: As you go through life, like friendships do drop off. Yeah. You know, and especially when you become married and parenting and all this stuff, it's like I'm not friends with the same people I was friends with. Really, even 20 years ago, I'm not friends yeah. with those same people, yeah. you know? Well, I think we
1: all have our core friends, like friends from childhood. Yeah. Then there's your party friends. Yes. That you can call up and they'd be down for whenever, whatever. Right. Happens. Um, and then there's your professional colleagues yes. that... You end up parting ways or moving, you know, to other organizations, and then you end up becoming good friends. Right. Uh, on the flip side, I have dated people that I not- I noticed really early on. Like, yeah. oh, my God, I like them so much, but they're not for me in the long term, like yeah. a long-term partnership. Mm-hmm. I actually have had, you know, I have one of those friends that – we dated. I mean, we probably dated like a month or two, and I was like, "This person's so awesome." Yeah, but I don't really feel like there was that something mm-hmm. missing. Yeah. And to this day, like we've probably been friends for over twenty years, That's and amazing. is like one of my best, you know, yeah. closest friends, confidant. Like, right. who I would pick up the phone and call.
0: Like, yeah, no doubt question could envision that happening like i could see that where you know in the beginning you're dating someone and you're like yeah it's only a month or two and it's just not gonna work long term like that makes sense to me you know um i guess for me it's like more of that long-term relationship you want to end that chapter yeah absolutely
1: i've also like you know i talked about this cheating thing and i was in a relationship with this woman who was older than me when i met her uh i thought she was straight I mean, she probably was. I think she might have been coming out of a, you know, relationship with her long-term boyfriend, and, um, you know, I was at the cafe, minding my own damn business, <laughs> as we do sipping on cafe. my cocktail, yes. call her Karina. Okay. Just throwing it out there, that's not really her name, but <laughs> Karina saw me from across the room, came over, talked to my friend, my friend was like, this person's like... Totally checking you out. She asked me for my phone number and I was flattered because first of all, she was older. Yeah. And um, the next day she sends me like a very pointed message like, Hey, I really like you and I want to take you on a date. And I'm like, wow, you gathered all that <laughs> within 24 hours. <laughs> um, So well. we did. And um, I will say, I think I liked how uh, forward she was because i had never had that, mm. you know, long story short, we dated for, for for almost five years, they ended up having an affair with uh, somebody that they worked with. Wow! And what this guy's wife like emails me, lets me know everything that happened, and I'm sitting in <gasps> like at work reading my email. Like, hey, I need to get in touch with you. I felt like I was in you know this episode of like a reality oh, show or like some movie, like something I didn't even ask for. Um, so we ended up the relationship, obviously, and in, like years had gone by. And Karina uh, knew the hairstylist where I would go get my haircut, um, oh. and so that person was texting me and saying, "Hey, you'll never believe this, but I'm talking to your ex, Karina, and she would like your phone number to reconnect." And oh hell, and I no. was like, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm like, there is nothing to talk about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, thank you. The
0: overarching opinion here is no. I have great friends and like you said, professional colleagues. And I have a community that doesn't involve them. So I don't really feel the need to involve them. You know? Yeah. Awesome. Do we have time for one more question? Yeah. One more question. Let's do it. So the question is a little complicated. So stay with me. Um, But essentially, you are starting to date someone new, Mm. okay? You're dating somebody new, you've been hanging out with them for a few weeks, you really like them, and it comes time to meet some of their friends. And so you meet one friend in particular, and you get this vibe that that friend is into your new partner. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Me would have a meltdown, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: I haven't in a situation, though, before where I was with a partner for, you know, several years. And yeah. um, they had a friend that absolutely was into them. I mean, it was like <laughs> they didn't even have to have a, like a conversation, like no yes. words, but like the way that they gazed at my partner. Oh, God. And like the interesting part is that I think I could have reacted in a very like childish, negative way. Yeah. But I remember having that conversation and just saying, made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, they were kind of surprised, like, what are you talking about? Like, we've known each other since like high school. We talked through it, which was great. Sit with that and just say, you know, like putting that trust, like that my right. partner is being honest with me. Because obviously, yeah. I had gone through some other unhealthy relationships, cheating. So I was like, "Is this another one of those things
0: in an honest yeah. conversation?" Yeah. Well, I think it's really good, and it shows a lot of maturity that you took that time to just address yeah. the situation and you know uncover how you felt about it yeah. and place trust yeah. in your partner, even after you know having situations where you've been cheated on or heartbroken or whatever. Like still giving your partner that trust of like, "I'm going to trust you through this." Not everyone deserves that trust. Mm-hmm. But I think it says a lot when you can trust that person. Right. And did it burn you in the end or?
1: No, it didn't. The thing that I had to remind myself is like, well, if my partner was into them, she yeah. would have made the move. There's a reason why they never, exactly, you know, like
0: chose to be together. Exactly. If you're going to encounter situations where someone may be into the person you're dating. Yeah. And it says a lot about you to say like, I know I trust I trust the person I'm with. And even if that person burns you, that's more on them and a reflection of them than it is a reflection of you. Absolutely. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So that's going to do it for totally q and um, I think we've covered a lot of really deep questions today. <laughs> we did. But send us your questions. What What else do you want to hear? Our email is
1: a shot of culture podcast at gmail.com.
0: That's going to be your shot of culture for today, folks. Let us know what else you want to hear. Until next
1: time.